Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful, time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. Metro feels pulled towards an area of the cathedral. A mysterious message reaches the party. Voice says, let it go. Let it go. But unfinished work awaits. All right. I just want to go on record saying... Mm-hmm. I'm nervous about this. Oh, we I all too. are. We all are. Okay. There's, there's lava sure. monsters. so confident. I'm not, who's confident? There's lava monsters in there in a world of lava waiting to kill us and eat us. So the heroes ready themselves for battle. He knows that the best chance he has is to be true to his training, be true to his routine. One, two, three. Well, you know, I got you back. And any giant that's trying to cut you down... I'll be quite literally on his back as well. And launch themselves back into the fray. We have a mission, Baron. We do. The adventure continues. Go ahead and roll a D100. Now. What's going on, everyone? It's Grant Berger, a.k.a. Baron Ashpeak, and I want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. I'm thankful that Glass Cannon Live Chicago sold out already five months early. You better make sure you get your tickets to D.C., Boston, New York, and Milwaukee. We also have a treat for you this Thanksgiving. We're doing our first ever Black Friday sale this week. Everything in the merch store will be up to 50% off, including a bunch of overstock shirts that have never hit the store. That sale starts this Friday, November 29th at midnight Eastern Time and goes until Cyber Monday, December 2nd at midnight. All right, my last gift to you this Thanksgiving is to keep this brief. I hope you are able to find the dry ranch packets for your Mississippi pot roast. Enjoy that delicious garbage as you sit back to enjoy episode 235. It is Thanksgiving week here in the studio here for the app. Hope you have some stuffing left over from the hot dish. I'm excited. I'm excited to get fat. 
that and really hate myself. That's what uh, that's what the holidays are all about. Self-loathing and like, why did I do this? Why did I eat until I was physically ill? I am often like incapacitated after dinner, and I'm like, why did I do it again? Right. I know I, the same mistake. As gravy is leaking out of your mouth. Why yeah. am I still eating? Coming as out I'm, of my ears. As I'm yelling at myself. Uh, <laughs> I like that you guys have to wait for the holidays for self-loathing. Yeah. Yeah, you're an all all year round I, sort of I self-loathing. don't discriminate all year. Yeah. <laughs> what do you hate about yourself the most, Matthew? I mean, there's so many things. I mean, one, I, one an outsider could choose. A cornucopia right. of things to hate. <laughs> appropriate for this holiday season. A real yes. baker's dozen of just stuff to hate about you. I mean, I'm just really surprised I keep coming back here for more. Yeah. Yeah. That's real. I, I was yeah. really surprised. If you had any self respect right. at all, you'd move on. You would have quit in episode 12. I wish I could quit you. You would have <laughs> come here with a gun. That <laughs> 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 got Thanksgiving dark. Wow, yeah, showed up for a recording with a gun. Why did we invite like, Uncle Skid to the Thanksgiving? Just let him say one more thing about my Italian heritage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Matthew. Really, what do you hate about yourself <laughs> most? Tell us. Let us know. Who I wasn't make you li- feel better. I wasn't lying about what I just said. I know, but what do you really hate about you? Besides your weakness and having to come here, is it your your face? You don't like the face you see in the mirror every day? Why do you think I grow the beard? You're just hiding. You're hiding behind a... I'm hiding my, my insecurities about my own physiognomy. Yes. <laughs> hiding that olive oil skin. Unfortunately, I don't have the look of the olive oil skin. No. Only, the, only the greasiness. Only the greasiness. Yes, you are quite... <laughs> I'm pale, Quite pale and shiny, and shiny. <laughs> well, I don't want you to hate yourself because we love you, and the nation oh. loves you, and it's Thanksgiving, and I'm Thanks, thankful Troy. that you're in our life, and I'm sure everybody listening is thankful that Matthew Capitacaz is in their life. What about you, Grant? What do you hate about yourself? Oh my God! I, there wasn't another shoe there. I, I thought I was I was holding my breath, waiting nope, for that's it. That's it. I want to know what Grant really hates about Grant. It is Thanksgiving, after all. <laughs> I hate this. This is our family tradition. We go around the table and the say air, something we hate about the ourselves. The airing of the self-hates. I hate that I've been able to withstand all these awful years sitting across the table from you, Troy. That the was way Matthew's that same hate. It's the same thing. We're the same person. That's yeah. why we love each other. You do seem to have certain issues in common. Yeah. Or one, at least. Size. Yeah. Size. No, him. Troy. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we love you, Grant. Aww. I hope you have a nice Thanksgiving. Lots of sauce, cranberry sauce, and turkey. Do you like Lots a dark meat or a light meat? I'm, I'm a white meat guy. Yeah, you are. But it's it's uh, it's, it's it's great because uh, my wife and all of her family prefer dark meat, so I get to eat all of the breast ah, meat on the turkey. That's nice. But yeah. I have to bring I have to bring the pumpkin pie, and it's mm. another thing that no one else. In the family, besides me, likes to eat. So I get all the really? pumpkin pie. I like. I like you like eating pie, the stuff that the other people don't like. That's smart. Yeah. Then you get to really corner the market on it. I'm a dark meat man myself because it's the only true meat. It's the better on meat. the turkey. Yes, if you like flavor, uh, you go for dark meat. Mm-hmm. Not if you put on like some uh, some stuffing on top of it, some cranberry. And you, you do anything you, you want a, to. Yeah. A bite of everything. It's, sure. It doesn't matter. If you take white meat, drown it in gravy. Yeah, it's, sure. It's, it's, it's eatable. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's why every restaurant on the face of the earth charges more for dark meat. <laughs> Because everyone, it's, everyone is clearly uh, agrees that it's the better of the two meats. Do you know that um, a preponderance of the dark meat uh, produced in this nation gets exported to Russia and China? 
Really? I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, no, that. it's much more it's much more uh, popular there. It's a delicacy. Much more appreciated there. Well, it's because in the like 70s like there was the whole white meat is healthier, lean meat is healthier thing that went on and, it is. and it's, it's just yeah, but it's negligible compared to what it what it actually was advertised to be. Uh, are we doing recipe things? No, it's Skids Week for it's recipes. It's Skids Week? Yeah. I do have a recipe. You don't get your... Uh, I was just going to tease that Matthews, we can keep holding on Matthews, I think is dark meat related. Oh! oh little, All right, so a little, little foreshadowing. Little yeah, oh, okay. Uh, I yield the remainder of my time to the Italian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Not prepared. <laughs> you no, Skid, no, Skid, you do well, it. I, I, uh, I think I know Skids because he's told me what to do before, and I just haven't had... The courage. Yeah, I have. It's, it's lay it, uh, on, lay it on a skit. It's Come called. On. It's called crack chicken. That's it. Yeah, wow. you're right. Wow. Um, and uh, it could be done with uh, it's chicken, white meat, or dark meats, whatever you prefer, right or wrong. Uh, <laughs> so it's basically it's pretty simple. It's uh, some a couple pounds of chicken, mm-hmm. uh, six to eight slices of cooked bacon, turkey or regular. I like, ranch seasoning. I like the sound of this. Ranch seasoning, now which we in. all agree is amazing. Uh, eight ounces of cream cheese. Sure. Wow. Half cup of water and a cup of cheddar cheese. There it is. <laughs> and you baby. you sear the chicken. You put you mix everything else up together. You cook it for fifteen minutes, and uh, it is spectacular. I bet it is. That sounds fifteen really minutes really in a good. pressure cooker. What do you cooker, what do you yeah. serve it with? Uh, usually a oh, rice. Okay. Yeah, usually okay. rice. Can you, nice. can you dip yeah. a little uh, little cracker in there? Can you put a little uh, chip in there? Can you? Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, is the chi- yeah you so, could. So you the could, chicken is like you can like pull it apart. Yeah, yeah after it's, it's done it's, in the pressure cooker. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Oh, oh that my god. Good. We need to have a real potluck dinner here at the studio. Yes. We never do anything fun. No. We should do something fun. Here. Not at all. Just yeah. line up the Speaking instapots. Which, just have like five instapots yeah. going with. Yeah. Which we got a fantastic gift. From a member of the nation. Get Mr. out of here. Yeah, Mr. Jay Knight, a P- Mountain Primal Meat Company. Ooh. Oh, wow. Thank you, Jay. That's the guy from Knight Rider. Yes. That's the guy who owned the company, Knight Rider. Invented the car. Invented the car. No, Jay, thank you so much. Sent us an awesome box of frozen meat that we all pass out to each other. Steaks and chops and ribs. and sausage in there. Yeah, yeah. Matthew was just bathing in raw meat. Yeah. He loved it. Jay sent a really nice letter he actually did uh-huh. and he <laughs> said matthew a loaf of wonder bread he said a, i tried to hand it to matthew <laughs> and matthew tried to look at it and then like i i, Were you, I dropped you, it in his hand and it fell deeply matthew was like what is this this is another fan letter he just like, threw it away yeah. <laughs> i don't have time for these spit in this I direction work to do jay sent i believe it was a 1924 silver dollar yeah on the back got, of the letter. On the back of the letter, it had, it's because it's got the Lady Liberty on the front and an eagle on the back. And he said this, and he said it felt like Faraza to him. And he thought Aww. I could use it as a D2. Oh, nice. We got uh, sustenance. <laughs> yes. But you got a coin. Cool. You know, valuable sustenance. He singled out uh, the pork shoulder for me because I've been known to... Because uh, that's what your nickname was in high school. Pork shoulder burger. Old pork shoulder burger. Watch uh, out for him. That guy <laughs> smells like a pork shoulder. <laughs> um, but no, um, yeah, I've been thinking about the potluck. I think I'm going to bring my barbecue smoker into the office. Yes. Let's open all the windows. Why Hopefully we won't die yet? of carbon asphyxiation. Our <laughs> really? landlord's going to be so pissed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, but Grant said it like we have all these sausages in there yeah. and he was like we should get together like maybe during an app yep 
and cook up all these sausages. And I was like, that would be awesome. In the back of my head, I was like, never going to happen. If we invited people in here, we could have tailgates before, like, uh, we record Yeah Just like I'm doing what you guys do today oh, We were tailgating The GCP episode 310 <laughs> Just out on 23rd Avenue <laughs> the Cops are like Get the fuck out of here What are you doing like, <laughs> Beer pong And solo cups Is it a holiday today Get out of here <laughs> I just love the idea Is it okay from the mob On this If not Get the fuck out Greece make it Into the Euro finals the Euro cup finals <laughs> That's always the question When That's you see a, a big street yeah, party I know. Is like, Greece in the Euro cup finals <laughs> There a major international European soccer tournament to go on. <laughs> well, we learned uh, we learned about cracked chicken. We learned that Matthew hates himself, uh, and Grant hates uh, Matthew, and they both hate that they've uh, spent a couple years doing this. Um, <laughs> they both hate this project. They both oh, hate no, this the, project. I like the project. I love the project. It's the people. It's the people it's, involved. It's the, it's really the person. The, yeah, <laughs> usually people are like you know it's it's the people that I love, but it's the opposite here. <laughs> yeah. It's like I enjoy the work; it's just the people. <laughs> we make that our mission here at the Glass Cannon Network. <laughs> the people I can't stand. Well, I hope everybody has a wonderful Thanksgiving and um, and that you enjoy the people that you work with. <laughs> We've got an episode to record, uh, so. We left last week, you guys. Uh, you get back to Cathedral. You uh, you meet Pepsi and McDonald, and <laughs> <laughs> did you forget about that. Forgot about Pepsi. Yeah, I think Just you two for- stone giants and McDonald converted. I think you forgot about the cease and desist. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's P E P S and two eyes with a some sort of accent, um, and it's MacDonald M A C. It's like the coming from the America. McDowell's. McDonald's. McDowell's. They got, got the golden arches. I got the golden arches. I got to watch that. They again. got the Big Mac. The Big Mick. The, the <laughs> cathedral seems like it's doing well. Like uh, things are happening there. They're starting to clear out some of the rooms that were being used for other things and starting to make it um, their own. You're gearing up. Now newly leveled to head back uh, to Ash Peak. Hopefully, if your teleport works, fingers crossed, to take you into Deep Ash Peak in this room that is full of symbology of the Ash Peak clan. It's the closest uh, Baron has ever been at this point to perhaps discovering a little more about who he might have been. As Jimmer and Dalgrith and Baron are uh, getting uh, prepared to be stone-skinned to harden themselves before the battle ahead, and Thune is going to get uh, bull strength, Metra feels pulled towards an area of the cathedral, an area that I can't imagine she doesn't know uh, is where... Della died. Don't you think you would have asked Baron, like, show me where? The first time you came to the cathedral. I don't know. You don't think? You're like, show me where. That's no? a bit macabre. Yeah. That's pretty macabre. I want to know how it happened, where it happened. Well, either way, you get pulled over there, and as you're pulled over there, these whispers on the wind. You see a stain on the floor. A stain the skid said it looked like it had been tried to be cleaned, but there was not enough solvent to get it fully out. And, and in that moment, you must put two and two together. Something is drawing you to this spot. And you hear a voice as you are surrounded by blackness of blackness that is all too familiar to you from your years spent in the shadow plane. The voice says, let it go. 
let it go. You are on a fool's errand for revenge, my dear. And revenge is the path to certain death. Your allies... Your allies may be strong, but they lack true wisdom. Why, the one that leads you made an error that has reverberated throughout the land to this very day. You may win battles, but the war, the war that rages on within you, will be lost. Someone once told me, right on this very spot, in fact, that this world is a cruel, dark, and terrible place. I couldn't have agreed with her more. But then she asked me if I were to steal all the good from it, then what am I living for? At the time, I didn't think much of it. People often speak with poetic bravado just before their lights grow dim. But now, now those words, along with her feisty spirit, echo through me and have taken on greater meaning as time has passed. So I ask you, Metra Nan, if you continue this fight, destroying everything that stands between you and I, then what are you really living for? Let it go, Metra. Then, and only then, will you ever have the chance to look into her eyes again. You're brought back to the present moment just staring at this faint red patch on the stone. What's going on in your mind? I can't, I'm now I'm drawing a complete blank, but I've I haven't seen Brander before. I've only heard about him, right? You've never seen. So this him. is the first real contact I've had. Mm-hmm. When you came to um, Skiergard along with Jimmer on uh, the back of an eagle from Silvermane. God, this story is so long. <laughs> so long. <laughs> Remember when you flew on an eagle with yeah. Jimmer to Skiergard? <laughs> Hold on, let me uh, give you. Uh, let me just summarize Silverman. I need about 15 minutes. Okay. <laughs> so he... Just <laughs> <laughs> me 25 minutes with three episodes. Um, Baron had just moments ago had a moment, uh, uh, one of these sort of waking dreams where Brander spoke to him and left a scroll a very wet scroll that was in a jar. Sopping wet scroll. It almost looked like a potion at first. The scroll was one, so wet. One could be forgiven for mistaking it for right, a potion. If you looked at it with one eye squinted. 
Once we, we, once we took it out and put it up on the clothesline. Right, sure enough, it was a scroll. It was a scroll. scroll of plane shift. It was one of those scrolls, like those sponge animals that if you put in water would grow really big and it would turn into a real scroll. But it had to be in water yeah, first. I mean, the things, you, the, the kind of molecular transformation that has to go, the, the thing has to go through to be given to Baron across dreams. So, yeah. you know, who knows? Right. What has to happen to the various substances? But at that point, Baron was like, is he here? You hear a noise outside and you look and Baron sees a shadowy figure, a shadowy figure that looked like the Branderdella that he had seen, this Branderdella mishmash back at Minderhall's Cathedral as you were gearing up for the fight with Skirkatla. And so you see this figure walking towards you and you realize, oh no, that's not Branderdella. That's someone else. And it was Metra. But no, Metra, you've never seen Brander face to face. This is the closest contact you've had with him. I mean, I don't think she trusts one word he says. But did anything seem like a lie? I don't think it seems like a lie. It just seems like, it seems like he's talking at cross purposes. Not cross purposes. He's talking, he has his own agenda. Mm. And, I mean, he literally stole my daughter's body. Like, what? what is there he could possibly say to me that would convince me of anything and, at all? Right. Also, I don't know that she's out for vengeance. I think she, it, what is there to what is there to avenge at this point? Right. Your Ta- daughter, uh, her being <laughs> cut up and then her face stitched to his face. Yeah, the murder and mutilation of your only daughter. I mean, he's more of an abomination than anything else. So it's just like it's not that I it's not that, not that we need to right or wrong. The like dead delivery. Yeah. I mean, what 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 wrong was committed? No, it's like no, it's that's like, the what question. could be righted by the what could what wrong could be what righted? Could, what could possibly what wrong could be rushed? <laughs> What could possibly possibly have gone wrong? I think I think at, at this point, seeing you kind of lingered there, Baron will guiltily walk up and state the obvious and say, "That's where she fell." No, I I haven't had the heart to tell you yet, but I figure as long as you stay there to look at that mark, um, you might as well have confirmed what might be going on in your mind, and that's where your daughter met her end. I'm sorry. I couldn't have stopped it. Neither could I. I wish I was here. I wish you were too sometimes. It took me a long while to get back from where I was... lost. And in some sense, no time at all. There's so much I missed. So much. We have a mission, Baron. We do. Are you ready to go? I think I am as long as Jimmer, Dalgrith, and Thune are ready. What's Jimmer doing during all this if Jimmer's getting geared up for Jimmer, so this is, I think, uh, I'm assuming before we actually rest, um, he's going through his sort of evening routine, which is the same, like, every night. And as tired, exhausted as he must be, wounded, like his, the wounds have been like sewn up, but he still he like wills himself to do these exercises, these drills every night. He like sets his feet in a certain way, so he, and he like raises his shield, and one, two, three, just like two slashes and a thrust. One, two, three, moves his feet. 
and tonight he's concentrating on his footwork. Hmm. One, two, three, and he like looks down at his feet and he shakes his head and he moves like his heel. He, he shifts his heel back on the ball of his foot back like a half of an inch. One, two, three. Just keeps like working at it, working at it, working at it. Every every night, this is what he does. And we haven't seen this yet, but this hmm. is something that he just works at over and over and over again. And tonight, like he's re- he knows that like everything comes starts from the feet. That's what he's been taught. Lowers his center of gravity, makes sure his feet are properly balanced beneath him. One, two, three, over and over and over again. You think in his mind he thinks that like the difference between life and death is that little half inch of his foot being off? It yeah, could be. He knows that's true. Like yeah. this is what's kept him alive as long as he has. Like he doesn't have particularly exceptional physical attributes. Like he does now because of magical with magical help. But the, what's kept him alive? What what makes him as good as he is now is because he's worked hard at fundamentals over and over and over again every time like he knows that that's what it takes to stay alive in a world like this in a field like this that he's in and he does it without fail like no matter how he feels if he's mobile if he's ambulatory this is what he does every night do you think he's been afraid in Ashby because we've seen him from an outsider's view we've just seen him mash yeah he was enervated enervated but has, has he been afraid of these giants I think he's I think he's always sort of afraid. I think he's always like kind of afraid. Like that's what gives him an edge, the edge that he mm-hmm. needs. But it's the practice like he falls back on these fundamentals. Mm-hmm. On these like this is what it's just like it just do the work. Do the work. Every time. One, two, three. That's every every time it's just like he it's something that it, that's his bedrock. Mm. That's that's all. That's what he comes back to every time. Strange as all this is, and he's seen some strange stuff. Yeah, and these things are three times the size, eight times the size. But he knows that the only the best chance he has is to be true to his training, be true to his routine. One, two, three. See, he, um, does he train with? Termin assessed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. he's, I imagine Dalgrith coming up uh, uh, after a hot bath to towel, just a towel around his waist, <laughs> <laughs> wet hair. In the middle of a cathedral. In the middle hair. of a cathedral, yeah, yeah. walking out. He's making it his home. <laughs> this is <Church>. so inappropriate. <laughs> he's in the narthex. Take him to the Vatican. I needed to let my pits breathe. <laughs> kind of stretches his arms out. Take <laughs> a nice, uh, nice soak in the uh, the holy water basin. <laughs> I imagine him walking up to Jimmer and then standing and watching this for a moment, and he's thinking back to his training, which is very similar. And uh, he comes up, sort of to the side, as as you know, you take a, a break from a set. You're just, you know, kind of huffing and puffing, and uh, and he's just like. My impressive, Jim. I can't believe you don't take a break after all that. After all that heat and sweat, jump yourself in the back there. Get yourself a hot bath. You've earned it. Yeah, I will. <laughs> Just kind of blushing a little bit. Say, like, 
yeah, I just I just got got to get a couple more in for uh, before I can let myself relax like that. Dogrith <laughs> watches him for another minute or two, <laughs> and then he sort of steps up and uh, with like a nod of approval from Jimmer because he's been watching the routine mm-hmm. and he's kind of like he stands there kind of in a position as a, a dummy kind of basically and uh, gives you like you know a, a, a target to kind of move around and he's completely unfazed or un, not fearful of this at all because he knows the precision uh, that Jimmer has not worried he, about his towel dropping at all yeah no not at all <laughs> he's just standing there and he's like smiling he's loving it like, like feeling Viggo Mortensen in that uh, shower fight Eastern thing. Promise yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's exactly <laughs> that's what we have here yeah, yeah that's like that's beating the, the blade aside you got more tattoos than Metra <laughs> <laughs> my god <laughs> But there's like 100% more clothing in this scene, right? Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Uh, nobody loves the... He practices the, with Terminus S and nothing else. And nothing else. <laughs> nobody loves the closeness of it, the feeling the wind of the blade past and the thrill of the fight. You know, that it's just kind of... It's like a little bit of a thrill. And then the next time you're like, uh, uh, takes a break. He just... He's looking at the blade and, and he's like, I don't want to be too forward, Jimmy, but... Could I hold her for a moment? Kind of transfixed by the sword. Jimmer is kind of taken aback. He's like, it draws Terminus us back. And, uh, it's like, yeah, yeah, here. And he, you know, reverently sort of holds both of his hands out to lay the blade flat on his two hands. Oh, take Uh, it, take it, hold it like you're going to use it. Well, and he reaches out, grabs it, you know. Flips it around a few times. <laughs> so it's a mite heavy for me, I'm afraid. But, but you feel that it is heavy. You feel that? You feel that balance? I feel that balance. He sets it kind of near the hilt on the side of his hand and holds it up, and it just like sits completely flat yeah. across, doesn't See tilt that? at all. He whips his hand out of the way, and it drops like three inches. He reaches out and grabs it uh, yeah. with his other hand on the hilt, turns it up again, looks up the length of it, Jimmer, I hope you don't mind me saying because, well, I came from the streets myself. But you don't strike me as the kind of man who can afford a blade like this. I mean, I've seen fine blades in my day. All all from great warriors to ceremonial weapons of incredible value. Heirlooms passed down for generations by kings. And still, this could this could hang with the best of them. How does someone who talks like you come to have a blade like this? Because you don't strike me as a man who would steal it from, from another. So if you forgive me, I'm curious. That Jimmer kind of his gaze kind of falls and just kind of looks at the hilt yeah from what I've been told I don't think there are many that could afford a blade like that to be honest I think uh, Mr. Finstock told me that there's of shorey make which means from what I what I've been led to understand probably about 3,000 years old that thing Three thousand. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's an empire. He told me all about it when it came into my possession. He told me that Shory Empire is round about the northern edge of Garoon's long time ago. Told me about the the floating cities that they were famed for floated all over the all over the all over the known world and they made weapons of immense power and this happens to be one that survived down find its way into my hand now i i i, uh, I came across it uh, in the course of my professional duties and uh, I was ready to give it up to Mr. Finstock, but in his uh, immense generosity, he allowed me to keep it, and I, I'll be forever, forever thankful for that. But I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think of a sword like that and hands that must have passed through on the way to mine and souls that must have spliced from their mortal coils and I think all a man can do is to be do everything he can to be worthy of a sword like that that's what I that's what I try to do Dogreth is transfixed by the blade now 3,000 years old and yet Jimmer keeps it so clean looks brand new and it feels like it i imagine like you've never felt anything no that feels so natural in your hand as the sword mm-hmm. it's like you would know the instant like you pick the sword up like this is something like this is like this is like a ferrari yeah the, the, the equivalent of, of you know sitting down in a ferrari driving a ferrari yeah and he's just i said i'd seen many fine blades in many, many a powerful abode. But I've seen far fewer men worthy of wielding them. You make yourself worthy of wielding this blade, Jimmy. Don't ever doubt yourself. From the moment I met you on the top of that mountain, you were <laughs> a savior walking through the blizzard. And you've been naught but else since. I've needed your help many times and you've come through and I can see why now it's not the magic it's not even the sword it's the fundamentals it's the heart it's the drive it's the focus you make me want to to fight aside you a long time Gemma I think we could do Great things together in this war. And he sort of hand, he just like lays it across his palm and hands the sword back to you. And Jimmer takes it, kind of blushes again. Says, "I, I really ain't nothing more than muscle memory." But uh, yeah, it's a, it's an honor to fight with you too. I really, only have one purpose. And he sheathes it. Shing. That's to 
fulfill whatever it is that my brother needs me to do for him. And y'all, y'all are quite excellent companions to have on that, on that journey. Well, you know, I got you back. And any giant that's trying to cut you down, I'll be quite literary on his back as well. And now, the real reason I came over is, well, Metcher told me you're stinking up the place, and you really do have to go take a bath. <laughs> it's getting quite pungent. All right, let me just do ten more reps, and then I'll... <laughs> Ten more. I'm counting. The, all right. It's all like right. my three-year-old. Ten more. <laughs> I am literally counting. <laughs> I'm not tired. <laughs> and, uh, and I'll leave him alone. Leave him be for his last ten. If they're practicing openly, mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> Dalgrith is so brazen as to walk around with this towel and to be open and, and <laughs> boisterous about things, mm-hmm. is it within the realm of reason that Baron could have overheard what they were talking about? Uh, sure, if you were if you were lingering nearby, yeah. probably quietly crafting ammunition, yeah. kind of looking down just at the and yeah. just kind of like lurking your at it, lurking. Baron wants to just roll a sense motive on a strange turn of phrase that he heard, which was that the sword spliced souls from people. Mm-hmm. That sounds an odd turn of phrase. You're sitting there crafting ammunition, sharpening your gun. Uh, on a whetstone, and you just, your ears <laughs> perk so up. sharp at this point. Your ears perk up at that. Yeah, roll sense motive. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. It's a three on the die. Yeah, so you just kind of, but you, you you log it. It is something that seems outside of what Jimmer's normal kind of vo- mode, his normal vocabulary. It's something that's like you're right to pick that out as being unusual. Yeah, yeah. so it's kind of hmm. And as you're sitting there... Uh, and, and just the, yeah. the very idea... Bottle cap. Bottle cap. <laughs> the idea that he also seemed... The other thing that, it, that perked up Baron's ears was that he has a means to his own end that is within his own purpose and within his own motivation, but he also seems to be a, a vessel through which the sword is delivered. Hmm. It almost felt like he was training in order to be worthy of it, but also at its behest to some extent it freaks it freaks Baron out to hear sure this. sure sure this, these are people in a way under your charge um, and so you, you register that and um, you're also sharpening away and you see you know sitting all by himself um, in like the first pew looking up uh, at the area uh, sort of in the back of the cathedral um where you know is the, the stairs that lead down to the heart of the forge is Thune. I thought it was going to be Ralphio. It's Ralphio. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, Thune just sitting there looking strangely. And then he turns and just stares at you. How does it make Baron feel? What kind of gaze does he see at him? Is it just the normal inquisitiveness that Thune normally gives or is it something else? Something else. Baron will rise up, stab himself in the thigh as he holsters his gun. <laughs> so sharp. So very sharp. Uh, can, we, can we run it back? Thune <laughs> goes over. Turns. Looks at Baron. 
<laughs> it's like, and he finally turns. What Baron always expected. <laughs> Baron, Baron, Silver Dragon. Baron, Baron, <laughs> <laughs> burns the whole place out. No! The dog with no. a towel running. <laughs> a singed <laughs> towel. His hair on fire. Pepsi, run! <laughs> Joe's characters always take off their armor in the moment of weakness. Um, Baron will walk up and, and, and uh, approach him on the balcony and as he gets close, he says, I don't know why you're still traveling with us, Thune. You know. <laughs> Nobody wants you around. <laughs> you're good, why don't you just go home? Yeah. Go. Why can't you take a hint, You can't Thune? take a hint. <laughs> just get out of here. <laughs> After we defeated Urathosh, we made sure that this chapel would be welcome to all creeds, races, and walks of life. You might be the first doppelganger I've ever met, but I know you'd be welcome here like the rest of them, and if you don't want to fight alongside us anymore, I give you your leave. But that may not be why you've been shooting me looks askance from up here, so I'm up here to ask you why. Hmm. You say I am the first doppelganger you've ever met? What do you know of my kind, Sheriff Thune? Very little outside of the fact you can only imitate creatures about your size or smaller. Imitate? Well, yes. Yes. Many people see my kind and revel at our ability to imitate. Those who do not know us, Sheriff Thune think it is a parlor trick or something we use solely for nefarious purposes. Now there may be some among my kind that do those things. But for me, this ability comes from a need to change. Something deep within me calls to me when it is time to change forms, much like animals molt. Lately, I have been feeling that urge again. But I fear this urge, Sheriff Thune, because every time I change, it's as if I'm losing a part of my former self. So many memories of my past are spotty courtesy of all these changes. Yet from time to time, things from the present will call out to me and remind me of those spots. Being here in this room reminds me of things that I cannot express. And being around you does the same thing, Sheriff Thune. What form is 
Thune currently in? Is he He's still a full the orc, orc master flex? Big right? beefy orc. Thune. Yes. Can you show me your true self right now while I talk to you? Hmm. Your base form. I could. Yes. Perhaps I shall. And he just starts kind of like very lightly shaking and convulsing and you see the form of the orc sort of melt away into this shapeless mass where you can't quite tell where the features are. You guess where the eyes, the nose, and the mouth, and the ears would be, but it's this just clay mold. Kind of like Gumby left in a car window (laughs) on a summer day. A real soggy gray Gumby, yeah. Yeah. But Uh, then from that, a little mouth moves and you can see breathing. I wonder now that you're showing me your base form before you decide to go one way or another or molt or change beyond the spots or whatever any moment reminds you of if you know who you are at the center of it all do you know what you want Thune not yet Sheriff is Metro nearby at all for this? Yeah. Soon. Mm, and you just see this shapeless mold turn towards you and a little mouth open. Did I understand you correctly in that you knew Baron in a past life, so to speak? The mass turns towards Baron. And backs towards you. I do not know, Miss Nan, but something about him is quite familiar. If you don't know exactly what it is these spots, as you call them, mean, what do they make you feel? What's in your gut when you think about what it is that reminds you of me? Fear, Sheriff. Because if you are in some way connected to one of my former selves, I wonder why the gods chose to bring us back together. Have you ever heard of another doppelganger being brought back to someone associated with their former selves before? Does it mean... An ELO man. I have not heard such a thing, but it does not seem like providence. We should get ready, Sheriff. There is a battle to be won. And he changes back into an orc. Gross. And leaves little chunks of himself <laughs> as he walks away. Gross. But that's, Gross. that's so I, I think that's something about shapeshifters, like doppelgangers like that too, is they they can only stay in an assumed shape for so long before they have to revert. It's kinda like uh uh Deep Space Nine with Odo. Like, right. Like he has I was to thinking like, about Odo at the beginning of this. Yeah, he has or to the revert. Animorphs. 
true. Or Animorphs. Samantha's a huge Animorphs fan. Really? Uh, yes, she loves Animorphs. We've never um, talked about this. I, you will next time now that she's heard this. <laughs> yeah, um, he probably, if he's had to change it all, because it's only been a couple days since you met him, even though it seems like a longer time he's done it, uh, you know, in secret, so you didn't have to watch him. Yeah. And then comes back to the orc self. Yeah. But he's telling you that, like, he feels an urge to change again. But to what? And what happens when he changes? Has he betrayed the people he was around? Like, that's what's going through Baron's head, and he can't make the math work out. Yeah, no. I mean, he's told you before, what form do you want me to have? And you said, you eventually said, you know what, just stay an orc for now. Maybe he'll give you the choice again, or maybe you'll just let him do what he thinks is right. Tengu. But the Thune you know. Tengu. You might lose the a little bit of Thune. 100% Tengu. You want a Tengu Thune? Maybe we'll have a Tengu Thune. Well, no. I think it's time Come for on. Tengu and Cash. It, well, it takes two to Tengu, so I think we <laughs> should. true. We need two to <laughs> So bad. There's the title. Uh, that, yeah, that, that, that future app is already titled. two to Tengu. <laughs> when uh, we find that elusive t- second, second Tengu. We got to get a second. <laughs> then we'll have that we need a second title. Tengu. <laughs> uh, All right. Should we go? You want to gear up? Can we go? Let's just go. To for God's sake. What's the plan? To go right into the pit yep. or to... Okay. Into yeah. the fucking pit. All right. Let I just want to go on record saying mm-hmm. I'm nervous about this. Oh, I we all too. are. We all are. Okay. There's, there's lava sure. monsters. so confident. I'm not, who's confident? There's lava monsters in there in a world of lava waiting to kill us and eat us. I wish I had really nervous. ice yeah. bullets. Real hard. Yeah. Um, before we go, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am going to... Um, this will happen like right before we teleport. I'm going to make Dogrith invisible. Okay. Ooh. And then I believe, let me check. And how long does that last? Greater invisi, John? Not greater. Well, I can do greater. <laughs> I don't know, John. but they may not appear right away, so I want to give us a little bit of leeway. <laughs> okay. I get it, but man, greater invisi. Sneak attack every hit. Pretty good. Which is key. We're, we're playing with actually, Troy. Actually, you know what? No, I think it's not. Why? Because Why? they're elementals. Oh, they're I'm not immune gonna do to oh oh uh, no, they are immune. They, to, I'm pretty sure they are immune. Yeah, to precision. sneak attack, or yeah. precision, precision, criticals, all of it. So my, but I don't uh, want to go over the top with that because up close and uh, deadly is roll, worthless. Uh, my new knowledge. Well, I was thinking that maybe I would use this old scroll of resist energy communal. This little scroll of oh. mine. I'm gonna let it shine. It's good. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, fire. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'd be metagaming if I said anything else. <laughs> yeah. So I'll shut up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't know if they were we don't know if they were fire elementals or what else could they be? I think there is it's a weird call though because it's like would you wait until you teleport it and then spend a round like you're trying to optimize your rounds a lot here. Resistance energy is 10 minutes per level divided evenly amongst. That's pretty sweet. I mean, I Sure. Why what's, not the level why not the, what's the level of the scroll, though? It's got to I mean, be, like, level five. Well, no, it's I a think base with level. a scroll... Is, is it a, with a scroll? It's the, ca- the, it's the person casting it, isn't it? No, that's I, a staff. The oh. staff, it's the person casting it. The scroll it would, is whoever scribed it. Right. It would be cast oh. your level three. Yeah. Still 30 minutes. That's a long time, so... Divide amongst the five of us. That's six minutes each. All right. That's good. Troy generates another flashback with Thune as soon as it's all <laughs> Okay, so yeah. Thune sitting on a beach. Uh, resist energy fire. Uh, it's resist energy 10 against fire. So you'll, you'll 
eat well, the first 10 uh, points of fire damage you take. Every attack. Every attack. Yep. Uh, for 10 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, for six minutes. Yeah, for six minutes. For six sorry. minutes. All right. So you're hoping that you get there and immediately get into combat. Yes. Or we get, we look at the mural, we open the boxes, and, and we never see out. any combat. Right, right. Right. <laughs> I don't blame you. Uh, okay. Any other pre-buffs? Uh, Doggers will be invisible, and I'll mirror image myself. Okay. I guess I'll roll. I'll roll that now, just so we know. But yeah. I'm only a what? So, uh, lock that back. Um, okay. Anything else anybody wants? Uh, no. What was the um, the weapon you gave Thune? By the way, a plus one frost wounding battle axe. Sounds like it'll come in handy. Yep. Plus one frost and wounding. What does wounding do? This special ability can only be placed on melee weapons, and it deals one point of bleed damage when it hits a creature. Multiple hits from wounding increase the bleed damage. So it's not going to matter. It'd be really great if it weren't this fight. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be good in the future. All right. Um, You know what? Cast a weapon of awe on myself. Aww. 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 <laughs> never, Aww. never gets old. <laughs> um, and the other, and the last thing I will do is cast darkness on a. Uh, let's see, something on my, on a, you know, a, a copper piece on my person. Ooh. Cast darkness. Yeah. Okay. So we'll have a little. We'll be. We'll have a twenty foot radius area of darkness. I don't know if they have dark vision or blind sense or whatever, but... You can't know, hurt. Can't yeah. hurt. Can't hurt. Considering our party makeup, it can't hurt. <laughs> yeah. All, right, All right, so you want to teleport to These the... are going to be awful. Magma River Room. Magma River Room. Go ahead and roll a D100. Oh, yeah. It's always worked so well before. 61. Oh, oh, 61. Oh, fine. 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 Oh, yeah. fine. You know, even if it was viewed once, it's 1 to 76. Which it was. Oh, uh, really? So yeah, that's right. You appear here. You know your clock is ticking, but you appear on the eastern, excuse me, the western side of the bridge. You do not see any creatures for the moment. You see that mural, and now Jimmer and Thune and Dalgrith see this as well. It's hot in here. Not so hot that you're taking heat damage, uh, but you do feel a little hot under the collar. What do you do? Uh, Time is ticking on your buffs. Would we have teleported right next to the boxes, though? Is that what you wanted to do? Because <laughs> Troy put us on the other side of the bridge. I did, I did. <laughs> just, uh, just classic, yeah. classic GM move. Yeah. I love it. Got to be so specific. Uh, you know, uh, should we just dimension door across the bridge? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> we are such idiots. <laughs> Let's blow all the spells. Such a dumb right game. now. You should just teleport to the, <laughs> to the boss. <laughs> right. Otherwise, I'm gonna have to hop on a broom. There's a lot of things because I'm not stepping on that fucking I'm not bridge. Step on, yeah, let's I'll dimension. step on the bridge. No, let's dimension door across. <laughs> all right, so boom, boom, you end up right over there, and you <laughs> so see ridiculous. several of these boxes lying on the floor. All right. Why don't we, you want to divide and conquer? So yes, divide yeah. and conquer. You check out the mural. We'll, we'll work on the boxes. How many boxes are there? Uh, it looks to be about seven or eight. Everyone will get one and we'll leave. Can we, are they liftable or are they? Yeah, yeah, they're liftable. Oh, let's just throw them I in the I can sack. hold up the bag of holding. Yeah. Okay. Here, I'll hold that let's open. I'll throw them all in the sack. While yep. you look at the mural. 
Yeah, I'll be gazing okay. up the mural and see if there's anything I missed. We're shrouded in darkness, by the way. You're all shrouded in darkness. All right, so let's get you over there. You're shrouded in darkness. And Dograith is invisible. And Dograith is invisible. And you guys just start grabbing boxes yep. uh, and looking through them? No, just throw them in the sack. Oh, throwing them in the sack to look at some other time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it might you, be trapped. We might want to look at Do you do anything else over there? Uh, I mean, I'll just do a perception. Yeah, I'm looking okay. at the mural again for anything I missed. <laughs> Uh, how's a 36 suit you? How's okay, so a 37 suit you? Oh, my God. So Baron's looking at the mural. Metro's looking around. You're just like seeing, is there anything else here of note? You do see something that kind of sticks out. And as you see, it's like you and Baron are both like, what the fuck is that? But at that moment... Things burst from the magma. No. And from the ground around you. No. Roll for initiative. Roll for Roll for This is going to be so stupid and awful. Oh, boy. I know it. <laughs> I just, I just know it. Let's talk a niche. Let's talk about Baron Ash Peaks. <laughs> Nay Redheart. A niche. Nineteen. I didn't get married to the mountain. Yes, you did. You married to the Nay game. Nay Redheart. <laughs> Metra. Eighteen. Nine. <laughs> nah. No ma. No ma. No ma. Jimma. Uh, Jim, I got a uh, 17 on the uh, 17 for Jim. Let's talk about Thune's Anish. Ooh, a 16. Wow. Wow, I went 19, 18, 17, 16. Dalgrith, tell me you got a 15. 22. Come on! You ruined it! That would have been amazing! Sorry, not sorry. Combo breaker! Combo! Dalgrith, what do you do? Round one. Um... You got the jump. I got the You're jump. You're invisible as well, but you right. see these four creatures. Let's take a uh, zoom and look at them again. Ah! <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure Such I like cool the... cool fucking uh, artwork. I don't think I like the Dograith knowing that they're immune to all this stuff without, without a roll. So I'm going to try okay. the knowledge plane. Well, here's the thing, man. They told you that they're probably some sort of elemental. You fought elementals before. Oh, you that's right. You did say warrior. some sort yeah. of elemental. Okay. Um, so you would know sort of elemental traits. What about a 20? Okay. Knowledge planes. Knowledge planes. He did say a 19 would get us something last These time. are. I thought he was lying. Magma elementals. Okay. okay. Can you share this? No, he keeps it to himself. He says, this, huh. this, let's just, let's just this hear knowledge it. will be useless to the rest of the team. Let's just hear it. They are magma elementals. Magma. Okay. okay. And because of that, they have elemental traits and some of those elemental traits include immunity to all the things that make you cool yeah so like i'm gonna be utterly useless this entire combat they can't be crit they can't be precision they can't be flanked what do you want to do do they have minds do elementals have minds oh yeah so they they're not immune to mind affecting things i didn't say that I just said they have minds. They might be pretty susceptible to... You don't know about a magma elemental. This isn't your run-of-the-mill elemental. Uh, can I ask in, a question? Maybe in stories around town. Can I Watch ask, out of the magma elementals to get you. Can I ask for a piece of useful information about magma? Specifically? It's very hot. Uh, do they... I love it. Do they... Like, I'm a, a uh, adventurer specifically designed to climb on creatures. Right. Uh, do they damage you if you're, like, around them? 
or on them every question. round? That's a very good question. Like if you were to touch them, yeah, uh, does that do they uh, radiate heat, or is that not a thing? Uh, you have no reason to believe uh, that climbing on them could uh, could hurt you just from climbing on them. Okay, uh, you don't feel as confident as you would if you were climbing uh, giant, but you've been climbing fire, fire giants. You didn't feel the heat, right? Ooh, baby. What do you want to do? Uh, let's get in it. Got um, some info. Got some info. I'm going to get into it. You're itching for a fight. Yeah. You got one, two, three, four <laughs> greater <laughs> magna elementals. What do you want to do? Uh, okay. He is going to move to uh, the magma elemental to the north. Okay. Totally in viz. Totally in viz. And he will jump on it. Wow. Whoa. So he's just going to get right into it. All right. So that is going to See be if you can a do anything. Uh, CMD check. Uh, CMD yeah. versus my CMD. Yeah, climb check versus your... Yeah, and this went up, by the way, with the... Oh, I mean, annihilated it. It's over 40. All right, so you backflip onto I his... backflip onto him. Neck. And then I become visible because that's that's an attack. That's an attack? Certainly. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, you're on him. I mean, it doesn't say it, but it, it's, an, it's, an, it's against CMB. a CMD. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I would say it's an attack, but that's that's going to be his round. Okay. Because he's got to jump up there and then get on him. Okay. Uh, so you guys just all of a sudden see Dalgrith up on the one to the north, and he's just like, Jimmy, this one first! He's going up! <laughs> uh, Baron Ashpeak in your home turf! Uh, it's about time uh, for Baron to get to action. Against the self-same creature that wow. uh, that uh, that Dalgrith is going Ganging against. up on that poor... He has a family! Uh, Baron's going to take a five-foot step away from Thune to get a completely clear shot at this creature. Although, mm. could he stand behind Thune and keep on shooting because it's so tall? Would um, it still get cover if I'm behind him? Yes. All right, so I'm going to take that five-foot step out. <laughs> going to swift action. You are going to hit. No matter draw what. Down, any cover. Draw down Greater Bane. Ah. Elemental magma onto oh. his weapon. Oh, oh my god! Wow, oh, that's gonna be bad. That's and be it's god. time for a little rapid shot. Oh, yeah, but I didn't say it, but he shared all of that stuff that you said real quick before yeah. he ran up. Right, deadly aim. Oh, I've seen these before. It's a magma elemental. Point. I'm blank. useless. And then he ran up and jumped on it. <laughs> <laughs> the first tag is a 24 to hit. Yup. All right. Let's roll this damage. Oh, that's a lot of dice. Oh, that's, yes. Oh, oh, oh my oh, god. Oh, uh, my god. It's a lot of dice. Oh, my god. It's, uh, it's a lot of dice. 40 points of damage. Oh, my on first god. Attack. Wow. You wow. took a bite out of crime there, but uh, you can tell not all of it really penetrated this I thing. mean, it's not really what I'm equipped to fight, but I will stand and fight. You weren't trained on the streets to fight Magma Elementals? <laughs> that was real close to a critical threat. 18 on the die. That's oh, Jeepers, Crow. Shoosh. Crow! <laughs> so another 40 points. Oh, wow. my God. Oh, my God. This, this is, is very nice. Choo-choo. Second or third attack. Uh, should be a hit at a 20. Yep. Okay. Oh, my God. He Rock. can't stop this rolling insane. sixes on D6. <laughs> this is insane. It's insane. <laughs> it's another 40 points of damage. Oh exactly. Wow. Just average 40. Oh, my God. Final attack. Here sure, it comes. You just did 120 points of damage. Here it comes. <laughs> Oh, that might 11 against that, Jason. Yeah, that's a hit. Oh, All right, yes. here we go. It also has an accident in the round. So. Flat <laughs> <laughs> footed. Oh, dear. 39 points of damage. Uh, it's dead. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah. So it crumbles, <laughs> That's so even funny. with DR, and Dalgrith, you just land right on the ground where it was. easy. One down. laughing. Three to go. Amazing. Turn those down to Metra. Just crumbles into a pile of pumice stones. Lights it up. Metra, what do you do? You and Baron both see something on the wall at the same time, but you're in the middle of a fight now. Yeah, I'll come back to that. I would like to roll a knowledge check to see if this would be immune to mind-affecting abilities. Okay, uh, give me a knowledge plant. Uh, that'll be a 16. Uh, you don't know. Okay, um, until, since I don't know, uh, I will instead cast Particulate Form on all of us. Oh! Holy moly. Whipping out wow. your new clothes for church! <laughs> <laughs> yes. So basically we all have fast healing three. What? And uh, we're immune to crits, sneak attack, and other forms of precision damage. Wow. And bleed. Wow. Really, really cool. Uh, Jim Er. I'm not done yet. Oh, sorry. What else are you going to do? I'm going to move. Oh, you and your moves. Up north. And uh, great. Okay, I'm good. Okay, now it is Jimmer's turn. All right. Uh, Jimmer, newly particulated Jimmer. <laughs> uh, he's been turned into a cloud of nanites. Um, Basically. Yeah, so he is too far away, so he's going to have to move. Luckily, the creatures haven't acted, so they can't uh, take a, an attack of opportunity. That so you get right up in their biz. Great, although unfortunately I can't do a full attack. But... Uh, Jimmer gets within melee distance of the one closest to him. And uh, he's going to do one mighty swing with the Terminus Est. That would be a critical threat, but they don't, uh, they're immune to critical hits. So. It's true. But uh, go ahead and uh, if you. Go, was it a 20 uh, or no? It was an 18. Okay, so. Or 17. Definitely a hit. Uh, so that is uh, 27 points of damage. 27 points of damage. All right, so you hit it, and you feel that same thing as Baron. Like, it didn't quite all go through, but you really laid into him with a nice hit. It's his Thune's turn. Hmm. So many options. I'll go help out Jimmer. Hmm, hmm, hmm. He gets right <laughs> next to Jimmer, and with his plus one frost-wounding battle axe... Takes a nice swing against this thing. Natural two. Oh, uh, yeah. He's unfamiliar with the weapon. Uh, uh, of course. Just misses wildly uh, uh. with this thing. Just, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not quite feeling myself. Get it together, you sheep shifting jello mold <laughs> bastard. <laughs> and now it is their turn. The one uh, that is um, nearest Thune and Jimmer will start laying down some slams. Slam on Jimmer, uh, natural two. Slam on Thune, natural two. That's wow. three natural twos. <laughs> three daddy twos wow. in a row. Oh, my God. That's amazing. All right. Wow. Uh, let me check their speed here. Uh, you know what? 
They're both going to have to double move to get to Metra and Dalgrith, but you see that they both use some sort of earth glide and like uh, and appear right next to Dalgrith and Metra and then get right next to uh, Baron as well. Baron? Yep, so they just really move fast. They go in the ground and appear right up next to you guys. Uh, I'm trying to see if that will provoke from Dalgrith. Metra doesn't have a weapon drawn. Uh, and actually, Dalgrith, it comes 10 feet away from you. So no provokes. Uh, unfortunately, that's all they can do. So you will survive one more round at least. Dalgrith, what do you got? Uh, Dalgrith is going to pop, 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 da, da, da. Oh, jeez. Shitsky. Dalgrith can't do anything to these guys. So he's going to attempt to distract them enough uh, to not bother, uh, bother Baron. That's going to be his objective here. Okay. Keep him off, Baron. Uh, Baron, shoot whatever one I try to grab around his weird fucking head. And uh, (laughs) he's going to click his heels together, give himself haste. Then he's going to move 20 feet while doing an acrobatics check to avoid attacks of opportunity as he runs between the two magma elements. Wow. This is very fantasy. It's very never-ending story. (laughs) Uh, He runs between these two monoliths, and then the southern one, the one that's in uh, melee combat with Baron, he's going to try to jump on. Wow. uh, Okay. Maybe become a target for it instead of Bear Bear. First, try to avoid the attacks of opportunity. All right, so first, uh, attempting to avoid uh, the... Attack of Opportunes. Uh, that is a 45. Uh, yeah, you're going to be just fine. <laughs> that's really good. Yeah, that's, that's pretty damn good. And then uh, the the climb check is going to be a 44. And, uh, and he jumps <laughs> on the creature. Uh, okay, so you just scamper up onto the one that uses, just got right up in Baron's business. And he uses a round of haste. Yeah. He uses a round of haste, and He's it is... burning his little dwarf hands on its magma <laughs> carcass. It's so hot. It's so hot. Uh, Baron, it is your turn. You're right up next to the oh, thing. God. You know that it's got crazy reach, so you're in kind of a tough spot here. I can't really get out of it. Even if I get out of its range, it will run up to me and hit me next round. So Baron Maybe is going not, to... buddy! And Dalgris is just stabbing in the back like, Hey! Hey, buddy! Hey, fella! <laughs> <laughs> look, look up here! Look up here! <laughs> look up here! Uh, Baron will... So if I were able to provide myself with... Uh, oh, count as magic for the purposes of bypassing damage reduction. Nope, mm-hmm. uh, that won't that won't work against your deal, right? No, yeah. This, All right, so then nice. uh, Baron will call down a swift action to call down a judgment of sacred protection plus two on himself, and will stay where he is and will fire at this thing and see how many attacks opportunity he has. All right, let it take its first one against you. Keep that roll. Uh, it goes to try and slam you as you do uh, twenty three to hit. Yes. Uh, is that a miss? Yeah. You don't remember. You don't get your uh, bonuses for giants. Nope. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it goes to slam you and just misses. You're too small of a target. Okay. Here it comes. Oh, here comes the boom. Was it a big one? Yeah, it's pretty big. Uh, <laughs> is it a big one? It's a big one. Four. 44 points of damage. Oh, boy. Okay. So big, big, big hit. All right. So you're <laughs> going to write 12, 15, 20, 24 plus 20. Yep. 20, right. 44. Wow. You're going to take a chance here. See if it has another attack of opportunity. I got it. Fire again. I got it. Here it comes. Again. Uh, misfire. 
Oh, oh man. Well, the good news is it did not try to attack you. It appears that it doesn't have combat reflexes. Okay. However, your gun has misfired in your hand. Uh, that is the end of my turn. That is the end of Baron's turn, Metra Narn. Okay. Uh, Metra is going okay. to... Okay, okay, okay. You ready for me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Metra is going to uh, roll to cast defensively. Yeah. You're right up next to this thing. Yeah. Five feet away. Nailed it. Uh, please roll a will save. Ooh. Okay. They don't have great will saves. Usually these uh, elementals. Ooh. That's a 22 total. Uh, good roll. Good roll. That's a great roll. And it beats a decent. Oh, oh, yeah, man. It's never oh. worked out. Um, all right. Uh, in that case. skittle doo uh, Metro will then use the quicken metamagic rod sure. to reach out and touch this thing. Okay, now reach that seems out like something touch. that would provoke an attack of opportunity. Why? Because you're right, touching I can roll, I can a roll with the wall. Yeah, try that. Natural 20. Okay. Oh, I don't like the way, that on the I don't like the way you said it. doesn't matter, but... Uh, Natty 17 on the touch attack. Yeah, so. that'll hit. Uh, okay, uh, I did a shocking grasp. Shocking oh, nice. grasp. What a shocking discovery. All right, talk That's, to me about damage. It's going to be 5d6 worth of damage. That's all. That's go good. Through. That's good. Uh, That's juicy. Not a great roll. 12 points of damage. Uh, wow. That is, uh, you really undersold it. That was a terrible roll mm-hmm. uh, for 5d6. It was three ones. I blame you. You sure it wasn't 2d6 and you rolled rocks? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. Uh, do you have anything else you'd like to do? No, that was... That was, that was uh, you know what? I'll take... Uh, a five foot step. That's why I ask. You always get something you want to do. You doer of things. Jimmer, <laughs> you're, uh, you and Thune, good buddies, bestest friends, one on one with Best a magma elemental. Jimmer, standing shoulder to shoulder with Thune, raises his shield and starts swinging away with Terminus S at this magma creature. Yeah, this could get ugly. Uh, God, again, first. First swing, natural 19. Would be a critical threat. That's what he does. That's what he does. Uh, and it's a mere 25 points of damage. Okay. Uh, second swing is, let's see, that is a 20, that is a 25 to hit. That'll hit. Okay. And another 25 points of damage. Okay, so Jim is just chip, chip, chipping away. Uh, last attack. Oh, my God. Uh, 16 is a miss, I assume. 16 is a miss. Yeah. Uh, but Jimmer gets off. Nicely some, done, dude. Some good swings. Now, Thune, he's got this this frost battle axe. The wounding might not do anything, but you feel like the frost would. Swings out. Come on, Thune, you do. Thune! Hits exactly. Nice. Uh, yeah. Nice. Uh, that's all I'll say. And it's going to be 1d8 plus 8 damage plus 1d6 cold. So it's going to do ugh, minimum damage. One point, uh, one on the d8. So nine points of damage and two points of cold. However, it feel it feels as if the... Uh, the cold is doing something, whereas the nine points of damage did nothing. Nothing. Uh, the cold did sneak through. And then he will swing again. Come on, Thune. Uh, ooh, yeah. Oh, that's a definite hit. With 25, uh, Thune will hit. And uh, that time, four points of damage will sneak through. And another couple points of cold. So nice. Thune is able to do something. Uh, nothing too crazy. Come on, Thune. Now it's their turn. Uh, so let's see here. The one that is near Metra. Uh, Metra is, how many are, are you? 
There's, How many are you? There's four of me. Four. No, I'm sorry, there's five of me. There's five of you. I'm also shrouded in darkness. You're shrouded in darkness, right. So it can't see you, is what you're saying? It unless it has dark unless vision. Unless it has dark vision. Yes, it does. Then it's uh, fine. So it's irrelevant. It sees you fine. Uh, it's not deeper darkness. So, okay. It is going to attempt to grab you. Um, so I roll the CMB, and then I roll to see if it grabs you? Yeah, but I'm going to use ether step. Okay. So should I even roll to try? I mean, that's up to you. Yeah, I'll roll. Just see what happens. Would have been a 33 to grab you. That would have worked. Okay. Which is why I'm going to go onto the ethereal plane. <laughs> so you just swamp. You dip out of uh, the material plane onto the ethereal oh, plane. Oh, you know what? I don't think I can, actually. Why? I use my swift action to cast the shocking grasp. You sure did. Oh, you sure. No, 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 no. no. We, no we said this before. You can use the immediate action now. It means you can't use the swift action in your next turn. Okay. We did talk about this. We, we talked about you this. You feel confident about that? I feel Because I don't pay attention to what you guys I feel say. pretty confident about that. Because we said, like, you, it would be who, like, you would never want to use a swift action in your round if you were, like, might need an immediate, you know what I mean? And so what it does is it takes it away for the next round. Okay. It's effectively using your swift action of the next round early. Okay. I don't know. Uh, it seems fine. It seems there's like a good use of it here. Yeah, that seems like anything between this. Yeah, your, your turn. You should be able to use like any of your actions on your turn, mm-hmm. like anything that was. And what's know. the point of an immediate action? If you, I mean, I, I guess you get an immediate, so you can use it any time, even if it's not on your turn. Right, right, right yeah. So uh, okay, I'm going to say that's fine. So it goes to grab you, and you dip out, and I dip out. Okay, yep. and I'm out of it for the next turn anyway. All right, so it uh, it just boom, just as it's about to grab you because it would have hit you. Uh, dip out. She shadow cats him. <laughs> the ones next- I love that. Like it just reaches down, <laughs> oh, boom! She's just like boom, just like slips out of his grasp through the through the planes. It really is a, a comic book move by really cool. uh, by Metro. There, got, uh, I've got Kitty Pride in you. Yeah. By the way, it's that that is one hundred percent right. It is right. Okay, good. Effectively using an immediate action before your turn is equivalent to using your swift action for the coming turn. Oh, it's fun when we accidentally get things right. It wasn't uh, accidental. We talked about it. It was, it was literally like five episodes ago. It wasn't that long ago. All right, this guy is going to try and slam uh, Thune and then cleave Jimmer. First, the slam on Thune Metagaming. hits. Even with uh, Thune's new uh, new armor, metagaming, it hits. Well, I, I had to see if I would actually hit. No, no, you knew that Thune would have the lower AC. That's true. I just looked like you would. <laughs> I mean, look at Jimmer. Shut up. Uh, okay, so that is actually going to be a pretty hefty amount of damage. Now Thune got the resist energy fire as well, right? Yep. Okay, and that saves him from how much? Ten points Ten. Uh, per hit. All right. Anyways, he's going to take uh, sixteen points of regular damage, mm. and then uh, he was going to take some burn damage. Uh, he won't take any burn damage, which is nice. However, uh, those affected by burn must succeed at a reflex save or catch fire. Now, he didn't take any of the burn damage, so I wonder if he would have to roll the reflex save. Yeah. I don't see why not. Uh, so he's going to roll the reflex save, netty 18. He's fine. So he doesn't he can basically catch be on, on fire. fire and still not take damage round after round because of the fire resistance. Right. And it is magic. Uh, so now he will, his AC will be lowered for this round as he attempts to cleave Jimmer and that is going to be a 34 to hit you. Oh, yeah, that's a hit. So he just, with his fist, just 
boom, 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 slams through uh, Thune on his way to Jimmer. A big hit for 19 points of damage. And then in terms of burn damage, it would be uh, 8 points of burn, so none of that goes through. However, you do have to roll a reflex save to see if you catch on fire, Jimmer. All right. Uh, reflex save. Uh, that is a natty 17. Oh, there you so. go, dude. You're, You're fine. Golden. Both you and Thune with the power of that scroll. And your, and your nimble reflexes are able to avoid catching on fire. And by the way, I only took nine points because of the stone skin. Because Ten points is taken skin. off of my stone skin. Uh, oh, that's right. So that chips away? Like are Yes. You okay? Now, the one that is fighting Baron oh, no. with Dalgrith on his back. No, no, no. Dalgrith, you're effectively on its square, right? Yeah. On it. It just opens up its mouth with you on its back and just no vomits lava all over you and it. Oh, my God. Creating a lava puddle uh, on top of its square. Inches away from Baron, and uh, also this wasn't in the knowledge check. Also covering you <laughs> in a puddle of lava, you take only five points of damage, which you are protected from because right. of the scroll. But this damage is going to keep ticking. It just is is laying on you, and there's a chance that it might actually. That's amazing. You. I'm I'm holding on to a creature that is pouring lava over me. And it's just not hurting me. Right. And it's now standing in a lava pool <laughs> that you can't, like, jump off onto. And yeah. just let me just hang out on the ground. That's awesome. Uh, so that is what those creatures do. And uh, how cool does the map look right now? It looks very cool. It's a new round. They've taken some damage. Some of them, at least. One of them's gone. Dalgrith, what do you got? Dalgrith! Uh, <laughs> I got next to nothing. Uh, he's, uh, you know what? He's hanging on this thing. Might as well uh, try to do something. No. No, it'll be quite pointless, won't it? Yes. Yes, it will. Uh, I'm just going to do one stab. Okay. Right. One little stabby stab. Try to stab it for fun, Zony. There we go. That's a 33. Yeah, that'll hit. And, uh, and I like then that die. I'm, yeah, it's brand new. I just got it in uh, Boston. Boston? It's gifted in Boston. Oh, uh, man. So if you gave me a die in Boston and it was orange, this is your die. This is your die. Uh, I, I am like going to... Are they evil aligned? Um, Would assume no. You have no reason to believe so. Because uh, this is a weapon that will do more damage if they are evil. Okay. Uh, so should I not roll it because they're not evil? Don't roll it. Okay. I figured. Uh, so that is seven points of damage. So he sees he does nothing to yeah, it. Really? You're, uh, you're right there, too, but it's just, yeah. yeah you're, you're, uh, you're stabbing through rock. Yeah. My blade's not doing anything, Baron. It's going to have to be you. And it is Baron's turn. This is our guy here in this, in this fight, for sure. Yeah. You're in perhaps an ancestral room that was dedicated uh, to some sort of rituals from the Ash Peaks. It's your turn, Baron. What do you want to do? Someone told me I was born on top of this goddamn mountain. Thank you for welcoming me with the comforts of home as the lava in front of him boils, and he's not afraid of it at all. Oh, wait. Uh, move action. Clear his gun. Right, of uh, course. I'll, I had a 12. Do you want to roll again? No, you're uh, fine. 12 on the die. That's a hit. Yeah, that's uh, a hit. Um, and that... Well, actually... Fuck. No, he'll do, he'll do this. 
Yeah, but it still gets an attack of opportunity. Of course. Ah, yes. Let me roll that just for shits and gigs. Ooh, natty 18. So Total? That, that is going to be a 36. That's a hit. Okay, so uh, you're going to take a little bit of damage here. You're going to take 14 points of damage uh, plus uh, no points of burn. However, you do have to roll a reflex save, which I'm sure you will crush unless you roll a natural one. Natural one. Oh, oh really? no. So you do catch on fire. Oh, uh, man. Unfortunately. Yeah, but you basically have like a flame retardant suit on. Right, yeah. So, you'll probably <laughs> be fine. The suit like, is currently on fire. Yeah, yeah you, you are like a uh, uh, stuntman in a movie. Just <laughs> <laughs> flailing. Uh, how, much, <laughs> how much damage did you uh, do? 44 points of damage. Oh, Can I ask what, how you're doing more damage to these guys than giants? Uh, the I, Bane. Gra- greater Bane. Oh, Greater Bane. What is Greater Bane? Bane? Is it 46? 46. Holy. I've never even heard of Greater Bane. Yeah, and, I, and I currently have Weapon of Awe on, which adds plus two to my damage. Amazing. So, you... so wait, can you now do Greater Bane to giants? Uh, if I if I expend the use of Greater Bane on them, yes. And that's I only once have, a day? Is that what it is? I have uh, 12 rounds a day. Oh, so currently I've gone through three incredible. rounds. Wow. So if I ever want a supercharged lawbringer, just like I rub my hand over it, and it's like uh, a fucking federal judge at that point instead of a state. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Do you have any other attacks? Gorsuch. No, because I used a move action to clear. I was going right. to pull both triggers. That's what I uh, uh, called myself against, but I didn't want to potentially like misfire. I got you. Yep. Metro, what are you thinking? Uh, Metro can only take move actions this round. Ah. She says she blinks back onto the material plane. Hello. So she's going to full withdraw. Full withdraw, and uh, it has 15 feet of reach. That might still incur. Um, if so, I can roll acrobatics to avoid Yeah, it. go ahead and roll an acrobatics. Uh, 30, 34. 34, and that is just through a threatened space. You are fine, nice. Metra. Uh, so you're able to sneak away. Jimmer! Jimmer! Again, like, shifts his feet, plants his feet, making sure they're precisely aligned. One, two, three. Yeah. One, two, One three. The power two, from the blade comes three. from the feet. Comes up through the body uh, into the blade. First attack is a 27 to hit. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That's 29 points of damage. Oh, boy. Uh, second attack... Fucking one. No. Oh, no. Jim, Jim, Jimmer. Oh, one, two, three. Is that inch? Uh, that terrible. inch of being off. Uh, and that is 23 on the confirm. No uh, fumble. Oh. Got lucky Huge. there. Huge. Oh, fuck. Last attack is a 20. Oh, it's 25. 25. That's still going to hit. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Ugh. All right. Minimum All right. fucking damage again. 25. 25. Okay. This is the fuck, one who's. man. Well, how it's, so, it's so frustrating. Like when you're. When you can crit on a 17 to 20 to, to do ostensibly like three crits and not have it happen. Yeah. It's really, really. Has Jimmer ever fought fucking elementals before? I probably not. Right. No. So you no. got to be like. Argh! Yeah, it's like shit. Like I'm, I know, like I'm cutting right at the jugulars. Just I'm incredibly right unfair. At the femoral artery. And it's like, it's not happening. It's yeah. not going through. Uh, well, maybe Thun can make it happen. <laughs> some off Thun. Uh, it's AC has been lowered from that cleave. By the way, have you, are you guys tracking your fast healing, by the way? Those of you who got hit. Uh, oh, I haven't taken point. any damage yet. What is it? Fast it's fast healing, healing three. three. Beautiful. Thank you. Uh, Thune hits. It doesn't do any damage because of the DR. Uh, however, the frost damage uh, does get through. And so Thune is able to chip away, Chipping with, away. with one attack. And then with the second attack, um, misses on the second attack. Chip, chip. God, Thune is really just not. 
Something's off with Thune, and Baron, having talked to him now, you understand why. Yep. Uh, let's go back to Metro. You're pretty far away from that one up there. You ran from it. I full withdrew. You full withdrew. Um, all right, so that one is going to uh, take a five-foot step and then attack Baron. And, uh, full, full attack. Oh. Let's just go ahead and uh, let's activate power attack. Let's put it on. Let's just see what happens. 30 to hit. Miss. Yeah. Miss. Thanks to the judgment of sacred protection. 30. I'm assuming then this one will miss. Ooh. Actually, another 30. Miss. I rolled 30 30 with power attack. They both miss. This is Baba Walters. Welcome to 30 30. Baba Wawa. Uh, the one uh, that is got Dalgrith on his back is actually going to do the same thing. Um, let's see here. Uh, 30 again. Oh, boy. Followed by a natural 20. There she is. Uh, I okay. knew she was due. Uh, got to confirm. Let's that. see if I'll confirm. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You're all immune right. to, we're all immune to crits. Right. You are all Particulate. immune to uh, Wouldn't have been confirmed. However, what it will be... Uh, exploding die? Exploding die. And How this, appropriate. Remember that we're also immune to precision damage. You're immune to precision damage. Uh, okay. This no exploding die. Uh, a 23 points of damage uh, plus... The burn damage, uh, you're on fire, but that's going to tick on your turn. Well, that happened during an attack of opportunity, so we won't worry about that now. Uh, however, the burn damage does not uh, go past your uh, threshold. The threshold of 10 points, right? You're, so you're Correct. Saying. So just a real crushing hit there, and then uh, that's it for that guy. And then the one that uh, cleaved Thune and Jimmer is going to try and do the same thing again. Uh, like to Cleveland. Hits Thune, unfortunately. I'll roll that damage in a second. Let's see if it hits Jimmer. Jimmer, it's going to be a uh, 20. Miss. <laughs> I miss. love it. Nine. No. Uh, all right. So that is a, yeah, that's a miss on Jimmer. Unfortunately, it does hit Thune. So it hits Thune for two eights on the DA. Whoa. Oh, that's bad. Don't forget his stone skin. Or he didn't get it. He didn't get it. He got uh, bull strength. That's right. That's right. So he should have been doing more damage. But anyway. And hitting more. It's not going to matter. Two eights on a D8. Uh, 16, so 23 points of damage to Thune. Whew, How's right. Thune looking? Uh, Thune's not great. Uh, Remember, but- he could dispel particular form to heal 5d6. Right. I have a swift I, And I get to give him the fast healing as well. But anyways, Thune took a big crunch. Uh, however, it didn't uh, go through to hit Jimmer. We're going to a new round. Obviously, we're going long. I want to see the end of this combat. Dalgrith, what do you got? <sighs> Dalgrith, uh, mounted atop this thing. Can't get through. Can't do any damage. He's looking at the, you know, trying to find a weak spot. Can't find anything. All of a sudden, he stops staring at this creature. He's like, thinks in his head, what am I thinking? And he to plants both of his feet on the creature, walks kind of up a foot, right? So he's like kind of all packed in on it, mm-hmm. and then boom, launches himself off of the creature, <laughs> backflips, lands back behind it on the ground, provoking from both other creatures as he engages his haste, moves out uh, a, a good distance. Wow. About 30 feet away from the two creatures. So both of them will get swings at him if they Let's get want him out it. of the way. Let's get him out of the way. Uh, uh, one, whew. 
That's going to be a 37 to hit. <laughs> hits? All right, so the first one hits uh, with a 37. That's the one that had power attack on. Uh, that is going to be 11, 26 points of damage. Okay. Uh, roll a reflex save to see if you burn or catch on fire. You didn't take any burn damage. Uh, 20. You're fine. And then the other one, ooh, that was sitting on the natural 20 is a miss. Okay, so he flips off backwards, boom, boom, gets himself back, gets himself into position, squats down a little bit, and then closes his eyes, says a power word, and the headband starts a yeah, and he fires a cone of coal yes! at both oh, of the eyes. That is gorgeous. <laughs> that is beautiful. Now we're talking. There we go, baby. Now we're talking. Will that turkey. hurt Baron at all? No, it's thirty feet. So, so they're they're, they're at catch the, the edge of them. Yeah, the edge okay, of both. Thanks of them. to your hay circuit. Okay. Come on, come on, come on. So many ones. So many ones. <laughs> so many. Uh, Reflex save, right? Uh, yes. Uh, so that is. Oh God, I rolled terrible. Oh, that sucks. What an ass. Uh, it'll go through extra. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. It sucks. Uh, <laughs> rounds over. All right. Uh, What's the DC of the reflex? Say? DC is sixteen. Okay, they both. One of them passed. One of them failed. All right, so it's uh, nineteen points of damage for the fail, and eight or whatever uh, nine points of damage for the success. Okay. Seven d six. Did nineteen. Ugh. Fucking awful. Three ones. Ugh. No sixes. Look at that reroll. So many sixes and fives. Well, the one that you were on uh, is is in rough shape. The one that's sitting in that uh, finish a Baron lava pool, uh, and it is Baron's turn. Baron, you felt that uh, icy chill hit the air. Ooh. My nipples are hard. Uh, Baron sees Thune and Jimmer not faring terribly well. Jimmer's obviously not hurt, but Thune is. So Baron is going to take a five-foot diagonal step away from the two giants, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. putting himself only within critical, or not critical, uh, attack of opportunity range from one of them. You'll actually be in attack of opportunity range for all three of them while you're standing there. Holy moly. They have 15 feet of reach. Well, it's up to you to decide if you want to take... A swing at Baron. He just Here's the good thing. The two up top already, already took But the one at the bottom, does he want to take a swing before he No, attacks? he doesn't. He's focused on Jimmer and Thunes okay, here. All so right. Baron wanted to get closer to them so he could heal if need be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, here is the attack against the currently magma-covered. The one that uh, Dogworth just, just jumped off. left off of. Here it comes. That's a hit. Yeah, buddy. Give me that yeah, sweet, buddy. sweet damage, Make Baron. it minimum 45, or I walk out. 37. Sorry, oh, 37? I'm walking out. Total? Get it's, out of here. It's dead. That <laughs> yeah! one's dead. Excellent. The, the old falls lava puddle remains. Imagine it like slowly crumbling into the lava. So I guess he's barren firing one of the uh, triggers on his pistol, uh, one of the hammers on his pistol, and then as the magma elemental crumbles to the ground, whipping it towards the elemental currently engaged with Thune and Jimmer to fire off his second attack. By the way, your burn damage ticks on this town, but you don't take any because it was only three points of damage, nice. and that doesn't pass your threshold. 20 to hit. That's a hit. Yeah, Boom. that's definitely a hit. That's not very good. 33. Okay, this is the one that was uh, attacking Thune and Jimmer. Oh, okay. 30. I want to I accelerate the process of Wait, you said 33? Yep. Okay. Uh, that one's still kicking. All right. Third attack out of the rapid shot. Just 
free action, kicks open the double barrel pistol. Ka-chung, ka-chung. Two alchemical cartridges inside to shoot. Natural 20. No! Oh, well, no crit. I'll tell you right now, it's dead. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> nice six job, hit points dude. left. Baron is lighting awesome. this. Right. Of course he is. He's of inspired. Course. This is his time to shine. By that giant symbol on the wall. Yeah. yeah. There's one left, Baron. This You're 15 fight. feet away from it. What do you want to do? This is my goddamn hall. Fires. Yeah. Hits. Hits. <laughs> uh, 16, I'm guessing. Hits. Double digits yeah, right. everywhere. Was that your fourth attack? Yep. Then rapid shot. Uh, 11, 14, 20, 40 points of damage. Wow. <laughs> classic, Magic classic number. 40 wow. every time. Metro, what do you got? Can you add anything to this fight? Uh, I'm going to do a disintegrate. Oh, oh, this is what I'm perfect. talking You've been doing. Uh, just I'd say you missed your last five disintegrates. 26 to hit. Touch, uh, touch AC. Yes. What is my save? Uh, fortitude, unfortunately. Uh, that's his best save. Let's see what he's got. Daddy 19. <laughs> uh, no, wait. No, wait, we talked about this. Do you, do you get another, like, ranged attack? Yeah. Someone no, no, no. Of, you have to enact uh, the, the ability way, to do the, the teammate. But no, no, no. It's, it's always active for me, the teamwork ability. Oh, the is. point is, is that the way it's written really says ranged attacks. It, 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 what does it say specifically? I'll read it to you. One second. Um, What's the you and your allies pelt your enemies with a deadly barrage of missiles. Okay. I don't think that counts as a missile. Maybe magic missile might. Magic missile. Magic missile. But that's not a ranged attack. Right. So, yeah, I don't think any of the magical things would work. Okay. Um, well, it's 5d6 points of damage. Okay, is it energy damage? It is. Yes, it is. It is. It is. It's, trans- it's transmutation. It's so metal yeah. elemental is the school. No, it's it's energy damage. Okay, so it's the type of damage that would uh, bypass DR. Yeah, it would, DR. It would be bypass DR, yeah. So that's 15 points of damage. Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to leave it at that. You're going to just leave it at that. Okay. This one's... Uh, God, they really haven't done anything to you guys. They've tried... Well, you guys have taken some damage. Thune's in rough shape. Um, but that's to be expected. It is Jimmer's turn. Jimmer, the one that you were fighting is now crumbled into just... Uh, Burning rock. All right, Jimmer turns his back from this bouncing paw, pile of pumice stones and r- rushes over towards the other remaining magma elemental, uh, incurring an AOE if it has one. Uh, no, it already used it against Algrith. All right, so he's going to take his one swing Big at swing. it. Uh, and that is a 34 to oh, hit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck, minimum damage again, 25. 25, all right, so again, just chipping away. Everybody's contributing to the fight here. Uh, it is Thune's turn. Thune, is, can Thune charge? He sure can. So wow. Thune just, ah, Thune is due. Come on, Thune. Natty 13, that's going to hit. There you yeah. go, Thune. Uh, all right, come on, Thune. you got to roll good damage. Right? you got to break that DR. 11, 19, that's nine points of regular damage. And then with the 1d6 cold, full six, which is going to be nine points nice. of cold damage. Damage, old Thune McKay. That's huge. Uh, nine. And what did I say the first damage was? Another nine, right? Yeah. All right. So actually, Thune actually did something. Yeah, Thune. <laughs> nice. Thune's Good all job, fired Thune. up. It is the magma. Oh, element. you added that Thune. half again to the uh, cone of cold. Just, I right? did. Because I did yeah. not. I did. Cold. I did. Um, all right. Let's see here. It is the magma elemental's turn. Uh, he... His uh, his friends have all passed. He tries to retreat. Wouldn't run away into the lava, you he wee tries fairy. To re- retreat into the lava, uh, and I think that will uh, even on a full withdraw. 
it draw. Will, it will, it will uh, provoke from Thune. So Thune swings again. Natty 17. Thune hits. Finish him, Thune. And Thune kills him. <laughs> oh, yeah! So as it's running, Thune is able to kill it. Uh, Great job, Thune. And another, yeah, I had a max six on the cold again. So Thune kills it on its way out. All the elementals are gone. And the room is eerily quiet, except for the sound of this rolling lava. You stuffed a bunch of boxes into your bag, and just as before this fight took place, you saw something strange. Both Baron and Metra, sort of near, near, might have been an altar at one point. What do you want to look at? Let's flip through the boxes. All right, so you open up the boxes, or you go into the sack. Is it a handy haversack or a bag of holding? Bag of holding. You pull out these boxes. What you got there? Dogrith walks back up as they're pulling them out. Pulls one out himself. You open one up, and it's empty. Is it? But for... Dogrith chucks it in the lava. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, something in this one! What's this piece of crap? Waste out one, not... (laughs) It's empty, but for the impression of where a gun would be held. Oh, okay. And you keep looking through... And all the boxes are empty, but you can tell they all held different kinds of guns. Whoa. Wow. And we'll see you next week. Oh, oh God. No. Who has them? Are they scattered about somewhere? <laughs> Did you pick these all up? <laughs> it's a Charlton Heston <laughs> elemental. <laughs> From my code. Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch involved in a then unheard of secret organization called the Illuminati and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.